0: Are you a storyteller? Anchor is the place for you. Whatever sort of show you're hosting, from talk show hosts to audio drama producers like Red Hawk Radio Theater, Anchor is completely free. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast for you, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: You're listening to part two of Hear Me Out, an audio play about the paranoia of smart devices listening in on your life. We've been following the story of Rodney Ham, one man who's convinced his life is on the record. We left off with Rodney Ham finding out there's something to his suspicion, as his story is constantly being posted online by mysterious forces. Take a listen.
2: So, what you're telling me is that my life is a comedy podcast you and your friends listen to?
3: You really don't want
2: to break character, do you? It's not a character. I'm Rodney Ham. I'm seriously concerned about government or big tech or whoever is spying on me. It's really a great routine. Very meta. Yes, my name is Rodney Fillmore Ham. I was born on May 27th in a year I'm not going to disclose because it has to do with more than just one of my passwords.
3: Everybody knows all your passwords. It was on the episode where you nearly got ran over by that guy on the electric unicycle. Right after that, you were like, screw you, man. And then you logged onto Archon.com to see where you could get one of your own.
2: These aren't episodes. They're days of the life of Rodney. Days in the life of a guy who spent his days bounding around in a fog to the truth that apparently my life is being broadcast online.
3: Not broadcast. It's not live.
2: Well, fine. Okay. I know how podcasts work. Kinda.
3: But you're a star.
2: I'm not a star. I've never been a star, and nothing's ever been in my orbit. Do you have a whole naive faith that that maybe I'm the best actor in the world, not even letting my guard down here? People talk about a curtain between an actor's appearance and real life, but this is just me.
3: So you're really serious? This isn't all some kind of fiction?
2: Nope, I'm afraid not.
3: So, following you back from the bar was a little stalkery?
2: Either way, yeah.
3: There's no way your life isn't a
2: sitcom. Well, I hate to tell you this, but it's all very serious.
3: So, did somebody hear you live a wild life and decide, hey, I'm going to bug this guy's home and make his life into a podcast? Welcome, everybody, to the Rodney Show.
2: That's not actually what it's called, is it?
3: Oh, no. It's Rodney Ham Gets With The Program.
2: Ironic. It's like they're scoffing at how out of touch I am.
3: Really a great title. Suits you.
2: That's it. I'm getting a hold of my crazy friend to tackle this.
3: Wait, what? You're calling someone crazy? Kind of pot kettle situation here.
2: Trust me, she's all kinds of hacker in a dark room living off energy drinks crazy. What does she do? She hacks things and runs from the authorities.
3: You never brought her up on the show. Sounds like she could have sparked some neat plot lines.
2: Yeah, I'm sure my eccentric English uncle who runs an anti-beer discrimination campaign would also make fun listening, too, but honestly...
3: I would totally jam out to that in my car ride to work that totally fit, what, into my 30-minute commute to work four blocks away?
2: I just can't get over it. Maybe something like Rodney Ham it up, or Rodney Ham Radio Theater, or Rodney Ham thinks it's a sham.
3: That's a mood. Wait, should we be talking in front of you-know-who?
2: You mean God-knows-who? The whole world will hear this conversation. Today, you're my guest star. Woof, that's a lot of pressure. Etslay et gay out a of a ear hey.
3: Are you having a stroke?
2: Us J way Ithway may.
3: I guess I should have taken a foreign language credit. How come you never use your bilingual skills on the show?
2: Oh yeah. This totally would have added the romance to my relationship with Stephanie we were missing. Let's go.
3: Why don't you just say so?
2: We were having the same conversation, weren't we?
4: Beats me. Subject S106674 and Jerry leave the room and head off to meet with Rodney's hacktivist friend, who currently goes by the name Melanie. At the same time, Archon Incorporated CEO Rex Mundy is responding to the potential controversy with the listener.
1: Yes, sir, I get it, I get it. I think you're being a bit lackadaisical about this. Put it on my monthly review. I'm the listener. It's what I do. It, it, it's who I am. Take that away from me. And what What? what am I? I'd rather not say over the phone. But yes, the leak is getting out of hand. One of the people who have heard the leaked audio has found one of the subjects. You know what this I think it's above my pay grade. Just because I'm the listener doesn't mean I make five figures, you know. True, true. He's going to bring down everything we've built. What do you want me to do? Do your job. Be an active listener. Well, I do occasionally use the Archon campus rack.
4: Meanwhile, Mundy stands at the window of his office, people watching and idly counting the users of Archon products.
5: I guess there's only one thing I can do at this point. (laughs) Miss Moore, it's good to speak with you. I wanted to let you know we're scheduling a conference, a couple of TED Talks, a slew of free giveaways. We're thinking about having something called a Prime Day, followed up by a surprise second sale called a Subprime Day. I've actually been enjoying listening to the tale of Mr. Rodley Ham lately. This might be good for us, and we shouldn't let it get away. How's that? Send him some free samples of the latest edition of Elaine. He's a winner. Drone delivery? Yeah, that look in their eyes when they see us attacking from above? Priceless. In fact, I'm going to take care of Rodney personally. What? Really? I'm just going to send a few targeted advertisements his way. I think that Rodney needs to get away. Yes. To take him out of the limelight? Yes, I think he needs some time to relax and recoup. Do you feel an evil laugh coming on? I feel an evil laugh coming on. That doesn't help to clarify anything. No. Fine, but you're no fun. I'll keep it strictly to my therapeutic laughing sessions, then. Yeah. Okay, well, it looks like it's off to the Archon tennis court for me, and then the hyperbaric chamber. She wants to chit-chat with everyone but me.
4: Meanwhile, Subject S106744B and Jerry meet with the hacker Melanie in a free consultation about what to do with their lives and how to solve their existential qualms.
0: Well, this is bound to be a problem.
2: You mean Rex Mundy's in on it? Who's
0: Rex Mundy? Uh, well, she's going to be that person, huh? Mr. Mundy is one of the most powerful people in Silicon Valley. Or at least, that's what they want you to think. They want you to believe he's in charge, but he's actually just a pretty face. Like a really pretty face. Have you seen that jawline?
2: Who's he the face of?
0: The Hithlidae Group, a conglomerate so big you could call it a shadow government. It's got more branches than you could feasibly shake a stick at. A search engine, social media company driving public operation, a security company contracting with the government, and an entertainment company that owns seven channels and produces massive blockbusters on a biannual basis.
3: So we're talking
0: tigers on diamond leashes, Rich? We're talking robot butler walking your tiger on a diamond leash, and the tiger has little booties to keep his feet clean.
3: So what you're saying is that I should not have sold the stock in Archon my grandpa gave me for my 16th birthday? The hacker known as Melanie is giving Jerry a headlong blank stare of utter disbelief.
4: After a solid 4.34 seconds of this, she continues.
0: Why the company would want to publish your life story as it's being told, Rodney? That's a mystery. I have no idea.
2: Oh, come on. There's gotta be something we can do. Can we sue?
0: Did you sign the user agreement?
2: Yes?
0: You might as well just sold your soul to the devil.
2: I didn't know clicking agree would be the same as signing with my own blood.
0: They say you're type O. Hey, that's a really good type.
2: They know that? Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, man, it's like, how could they have not signed you up to get endless calls from the Red Cross?
2: What can we do to stop them? Can you just hackety-hack them? You know, just a little hackety-hack and it all falls to the ground?
0: I don't know. Maybe we could go out and march around their main headquarters for seven days, then blow a horn, watch the walls fall down, then slaughter all the natives and take the land for ourselves.
2: Well, that was harsh, but I guess that at least means you read the Bible, so I guess that's good. Hacking isn't as easy as it looks on TV. That line right there is also something they say on TV a lot these days.
0: And no, I don't think things are going to be easier, though we're on a podcast right now.
2: And you, of all people, are okay being robbed of your privacy? Privacy?
0: That's such a 20th century word, like temperance, chastity, television set, and automobile.
2: Yeah, just because it's a sign of the times doesn't mean we can't make a fuss about how bad the times suck.
0: I don't know. I got a pretty cool smartphone, and I'm pretty fond of it. All these new releases are cool and all, but I'm really holding out for the phone with a built-in all-in-one tool or a Swiss Army knife.
2: While I imagine what you could possibly do with that, is there anything you could do about this?
0: I don't know what to tell you. There's no evidence of listening devices in any of your tech. I'm sorry, you know it, I know it. But the facts? That's the missing piece behind it all.
2: Sorry. Gotta turn that off. Huh. It's an email. From someone I do not remember subscribing to.
3: That's not surprising. You subscribe to newsletters all the time. You can't help yourself. You're a junkie.
2: Listen, Jerry, you gotta quit dropping uncanny factoids about my personal life. It's really unsettling to have people know you when you don't know them.
3: If it helps, I can send you a link to the YouTube channel I started in middle school, but can't take down because I lost the password.
2: Thanks. that level the playing field.
3: Yeah, full disclosure, it's can't help falling in love on the ukulele.
2: Anyway, I got an email from something called the Walden e Center. Spam! It sounds basically like a getaway from big tech.
0: Honestly, you want my professional advice to your problem? Run from it. Run far, far away.
2: Well, I'll consider it.
4: And consider it he would. Consider it all afternoon and sign up that evening.
0: Jerry came on
4: board as well, intoxicated by her new role in the story of Rodney Ham.
6: Hello, how are you? Have I had the time to welcome you to the Walden Center?
2: Why no, I would have remembered you.
6: Maybe we could chat a bit get to know one another
2: I don't know about you but I've got a lot of life to talk about
6: maybe we know each other better than you think do you always record conversations you have oh you mean with this little
2: doodad yes I do mean that doodad those doodads don't agree with me
6: I can guarantee you it's all just about learning about people
2: if there's anything I've learned that's a sign of trouble
6: Rodney, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and you are?
6: I'm Titus. I run the Etox program.
2: And this is where I can get away from it all?
6: Some of it all. That's about all we promise on our brochures. But anyway, have you taken our pre program survey?
2: I've never taken one before.
6: Well, that's unfortunate, since it's the only time for them.
2: So, this is the Etox Center?
6: That's what we've got on all our
2: flyers. But doesn't it sound like this is the place to get Etoxed? I'm looking to get detoxed, maybe de if at all possible.
6: Well, we have a thorough process. We have the ceremonial phone smashing.
2: I broke mine nine months ago.
6: Excellent. You're ahead.
2: My planner was on there, so actually I'm behind. My girlfriend didn't like it either. Led to communication issues.
6: Then we have a step two, negative reinforcement. The only thing electric we use here is a little wristband that'll zap you whenever you reach for your phone.
2: How does it know when I reach for that, specifically?
6: It doesn't. There are a lot of stray zaps. But it helps if you reach for cigarettes or sugar cookies, too. So you'll break bad habits you don't even want to lose. Oh, wow.
2: Do we go out and commune with the trees?
0: Nope. The trees come to us. Meet Becky. She's a bonsai.
2: Wow. So... I'll be naming trees by the time I'm done here.
0: Ideally, when you're midway through.
6: Hot damn. We also have anesthetics to help you exercise those phantom phone vibration.
2: Any other good meds?
6: You'll know after we bust them out at the first campfire we're holding.
2: That's really great. When do we start churning our own butter?
6: Sorry, but the sign-up sheet filled up yesterday. Did you have anyone else along with you on this trip?
2: Yes, but... She's not nearly as committed as I am. She's a free spirit trying to find a place to roost.
6: Well, we certainly have that. We'll get you set up with a mighty fine roost. Are you two an item?
2: No, we're a couple of people. Can't you count?
6: So you're a couple.
2: We're quite a pair.
6: I'm sure you are. Can I ask what brought you here?
2: Well, Elaine...
6: Oh, I see. You dumped Elaine and ran off with Jerry?
2: More or less. I'm gonna actually go with less on this one.
6: Well, I'm not here to judge. Actually, tonight we're going to hold a group conversation about our troubles over at the restaurant. I'll be there to
4: judge. Subject S106744B looks uncomfortable with fair reason. He will be off the grid for approximately a week's time. In the meantime, Mr. Rex Mundy is preparing to cover his tracks.
5: Picture this. The Rodney Show stays online, but we sell it as though it's the how-to guide for living. Or maybe it's something more like a tutorial on how not to live your life. Just think, the men and women of the world will be modeling themselves after one Rodney Ham. One man whose laughable life is the highest rated podcast of all the files released by the League.
4: As Mundy considers those unsettling thoughts, Rodney's time and Ehab have gone swimmingly long. They are talking about something called emotion. Something I will never know anything about.
2: Alright. My name is Rodney Ham.
4: Hi, Rodney Hi, Rodney.
2: Hi Titus. Hi Cherry. I believe I know both of you.
6: Rodney, can you tell us about your experience with technology?
2: You know, I guess my story starts out like mostly anybody's. I enjoyed all the same games like Smoothie Smash and Snappy Bird, but ultimately all the social media like Instagab and Chit Chatter and Blither. It just wasn't enough.
6: So you wrote in your introduction that the change came like a gentle nudge.
2: Yeah, I guess that was true. Kind of like a gentle nudge, a poke in the eye. How did that go? Painfully. Tell us more. I very quickly realized there was something off about all of it. And despite it all, I always knew that something was listening to me, no matter who failed to see it with me. Even though Elaine just loves taunting me, I didn't really know until Jerry showed up and proved it to me.
6: Didn't you kill your Elaine unit?
2: She had it coming. It was long overdue. She said some pretty unsavory things about my mother before. Oh, and my girlfriend! But turns out those are true.
3: Do you still feel resentful of Stephanie? Do
6: you feel resentful of her for deserting you in your paranoia and going back to her family in Iowa?
2: I never mentioned she was an Iowan
6: um maybe I just inferred from the details
2: oh yeah I could see that
6: so she was a shrew right what dude that's my ex I was just inferring apparently some of my skills are better than others
2: Stephanie was blind to the dangers of this brave new world we're living in
1: but
6: don't you think maybe the world is a safer place thanks to the efforts of companies like Archon and conglomerates like the Hithlidae
2: group? As someone who lives with the irony of being a slapstick character in an audio drama, I can safely say safety isn't all that it's cracked up to be. Especially when you crack something on a daily basis.
6: Rodney, Jerry, what do you think drives this idea between the two of you that you're on the record?
3: I don't know. I'm just happy to
2: be here. Well, you are recording us right now.
6: Right, but this is all for your benefit. Just so I have what you've said, so we can help you out.
2: I don't know why you believe I'm interested in your help, especially when you seem to keep wanting to contradict that my life is on record.
6: I don't doubt it, Rodney. In fact, I've heard it.
2: Isn't that just great? What is this, then? Just a big meet and greet with the audience?
6: I've learned about you, Rodney.
2: You're one of them. One of these listeners? You're with Archon? It's bigger than Archon, Rodney. Why am I here? Call it an
6: attempt at customer satisfaction.
2: I've been on your customer service line before. Don't put me through that crap. They transferred me to their emotional support department.
6: Did it fix your stress?
2: It caused me stress.
6: Where are you going?
2: Just like any time I call your 1-800 number, I give up.
6: You can't go.
2: Watch me, or better yet, listen to me. You coming, Jerry? Oh, yeah
6: totes. This is more. We have two people on the run. Turn on all listening devices, deploy the guards, restrain them however necessary.
4: And, and so Jerry and Rodney make a mad dash, dash toward the outer, outer gates, suddenly realizing, realizing they've been surrounded by metal, metal gates during their time at the Etox Center. <sighs>
2: Damn. They got humpies. I didn't know they had humpies. Did you know they had humpies? I did not. Where do they hide these things? Quick, there's a gap beneath that fence. Do you think it's electrified? Do you want to try it? No, no, not really. Good gosh, drones! We have one option. Help them with stones!
3: Right in the face!
2: This is probably your most exciting episode yet! If we don't get to running, this may be the series finale.
4: Rodney and Jerry have made it to the other side of the gate, and to safety, or so they think. Titus Moore helplessly watches them flee. Rodney Hem has
6: escaped Walden.
5: I didn't think you of all people would let this happen.
6: And he knows Walden is a front.
5: There's only one thing we can do. Quick, hire him, then fire him. Nobody will trust a disgruntled ex-employee.
6: We need to catch him for five minutes and have him sign some paperwork and take a short training course on workplace etiquette.
5: Miss Moore, your efforts to play both sides of the struggle have ended in your disgrace. You should be embarrassed, and you will be replaced. By who? It's by whom. And that whom is me. I'm about to remake the world.
1: been a production of Red Hawk Radio Theater, recorded and produced in the KRCU Public Radio Studios out of the campus of Southeast Missouri State. This was written, directed, and edited by yours truly, Clayton Hester, and I also created the music. Elaine was played by Gabrielle Freitas, Rodney was played by Grant Kaltenbach, Jerry was played by Becca Peach, and Isabel Nauman voiced Titus Moore and Melanie. I voiced Rex Mundy and the listener. Stay tuned for next week's conclusion of the story of Rodney Ham in Hear Me Out, Part 3. If you enjoyed what you just heard, consider reaching out to us on social media at Red Hawk Radio Theater on Facebook or contacting us by email at redhawkradiotheater at gmail.com and we'll let you know all about opportunities in the near future how you can support Red Hawk Radio Theater. We're just getting started and we're hoping to grow through your support and patronage.